Testing one, two, and three. Welcome back to another episode of Be Creative Podcast. Again, I have. Again, I have a very, very special guest of mine, and we're doing things a little bit different. I used to have a microphone sitting in between us, but I feel like now my brain just started working. So I have this little handle thing that's meant to hold the little snowball that I have but I have attached it and screwed it on in the hole a Yeti stereo microphone so now we can pass it on to each other whenever we feel like we have something to say something valuable don't burp into it please (laughs) but um you guys know who I am, you know. I'm gonna give the microphone over to my good friend of mine, Byron Kasai. Yo, what's up? How's everybody doing? This is like awkward. Oh. I don't just I don't I don't know. It's like home like like I don't know, it's just me and you in here, so I feel like I'm talking to people I can't see. Well first of all Well first of all, you asked Hey, what's going on, everyone? How's everyone doing? Are you ex- expecting an answer back? No. Okay. Well, to be honest, we... I always thought having a podcast involved a script of some kind, right? Or having something to follow upon. But I feel as though the best podcasts are those that are just winging it, that are just going with the flow, right? And... I kind of want to talk about the things that we've been discussing the past couple of days, off mic, off camera. So I want to talk about Casey's Coffee. Can you talk to me about what Casey's Coffee is, my friend? Um, so Casey's Coffee, um, it's a pop-up coffee shop. Oh, um, I had to ask what a pop-up coffee shop is because I didn't know, but um, it's like a coffee shop and you, I guess you pop up places. Is what I got from it. Um, but eventually it's going to turn into like a actual coffee shop. Um, but yeah, it started out as what? Because um, I'm getting out next year and we start talking about um, businesses and stuff like that. I think what the day prior of the like earlier that day yeah, or something like that. So yeah. And then yeah, we kind of just came across it and I was like, well, I'll can do a security business and you're like well you and men were like oh well it's gonna take a lot of licenses a lot of time a lot of money and i was like yeah you know you're right and then it turned into a brewery but that'll take a lot of time and money as well so then we got on the topic of coffee because eric loves coffee for some ungodly reason he drinks coffee like eight times a day by the oh. way he bet you know how I you know how you guys know it's true it's because today he bet me coffee while we were playing basketball <laughs> the first step to an addiction is denial but yeah it just turned into to yeah Casey's coffee I think we we, we, we found a logo that we really like so yeah. yeah and then also we have another one um, 24-hour hoops is another one last night uh, we were a little bit intoxicated <laughs> say the least and we came on the topic of why don't we just open a gym but not like every other gym but like just a hoopers gym mm. just where people can play basketball yeah. so yeah we came and we, we made a logo and we really like that logo too so yeah we'll see where it goes from here yeah to kind of expand on what 
Byron was talking about. You know, Byron was always an ambitious type of person, and a lot of people who are listening to his podcast are probably very ambitious people as well. You, know, you have goals, you have dreams, desires, and whatnot. But what separates a dreamer from a doer? Dreamers just continue to dream. Doers actually get up and do the work. They actually take the time to do the work. They are willing to take the hits, the bruises, the cuts, the stumbles, the falls, and make it into reality. Those types of people appreciate scars, right? And you were never really a business person, but you've always wanted to make money. Could you describe to me, Claire, like? How you were as a kid, so that maybe the people who are listening to this podcast can kind of resonate and relate to you in that aspect. Um. So yeah, I think I've known Eric for about twelve years now, twelve, thirteen, something like that. So yeah, um, I moved from Philadelphia to a town called Havertown. Um, first day of school, right? I'm walking up to the bus stop, right, and I'm standing like in the middle of the street because I didn't know where the bus stop was at that point. And I see this short little Asian dude just walking by and he's like you're welcome it's a compliment thanks you're welcome um so yeah and he's walking up and he's like hey uh are you waiting for the bus i'm like yeah i don't know where the bus stop is and you know we he's like oh well the bus stops up there on the corner and then yeah we've been friends ever since but i think like as a kid growing up i think it was just majority all right go to school do homework um just go to work I, i mean i wasn't really thinking about it go to work play basketball come home ask Eric to hang out play ball over and over again but yeah um wasn't really into like business or anything like that like I was really into criminal justice and stuff like that but we went to the same college um college didn't really work out for me so I kind of dropped out during the during the record but yeah as a, as a kid I wasn't I wasn't really focused on anything like that I didn't really have goals um I think my goals were just to have fun play basketball and you know everyone knows this one guy that's like really or girl that are really interested in like stocks interested in like bonds interested in like the new york times we all know a guy like that for me that guy was mid tran who is currently my roommate um but for me when i was growing up i loved money you know when my birthday came around if christmas came around when new when thanksgiving and new year's came around especially for asian people you know the number one gifts that we received was money, right? The Chinese know this. They call this the red envelope. If you get a red envelope, oh, you're getting bread, you know? But for me, I've always wanted money and that I was a traditional thinker at once. I was just like, hey, you go to school for four years, go in debt, get a job, get out of debt, build a family, be in more debt, get promoted in the job, get more car, get more loans, use up your credit card as much as you can and retire by the age of 65 to 70 right i thought that was the way of life but then as i gotten older i told myself there's got to be an easier way to make money how are there 15 16 17 year olds that are millionaires when i don't even have like five thousand in my bank account let alone a thousand so the reason why i am so business oriented today is because I've surrounded myself with people that are really smart, wise, and experienced in business and in life in general. And I feel like I'm obligated to like pass that on onto like my friends and family and loved ones. And 
to be honest, you're, you, I don't think you still are business oriented, but I've noticed the past couple of days hanging out, you hanging out with me again. You've kind of had this spark inside of you. Tell me like, what that spark was and how it made you feel and how you plan on fueling it or do you even plan on fueling it? Um, so yeah, I think I think a big reason is um, I think the Marine Corps kind of like matured me a lot, you know what I mean? And there's a lot of people in the military that um, are really, really, really different from the people I grew up back home. And kind of learning from them kind of like showed me like, damn, like some of the, some of these cats, like some of these kids, they're, they're, they're really investing and really making a lot of money. So I, know I talked to them, I learned. Um, right now, my, my sergeant, he's uh, re- really smart. I've been talking to him and stuff like that. So yeah, like he's, he's making good money right now. And so, yeah, um, and I, I think a big thing is, like, just, I think the military itself was, like, seeing how much we do and seeing us, like, be so f- physically taxing on our bodies, only making $1,200 as an as a E5, you know what I mean? Like, I'm out here lifting 500-pound tires, building 500-pound tires. I'm lifting 100-pound rounds. I'm losing, I'm going deaf because of the, the artillery gun that we have. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like all this for $1,200 like I get it people are, are motor out there oh well you're serving our country and stuff like that you know I get it and I love what I do but it's to the point where like something in my head was like you know what Byron like you're 22 and you have a body of like a 60 year old you know what I mean and I was I was talking to you I was talking to you and I'm like yo Eric literally works from home has all the time in the world to do whatever he needs and is making four five times the amount of money i am and so i've been i feel like when i've been here you know i'm just asking asking questions just to expand expand my my knowledge on it and i think last night me and you you really taught me a lot about how to talk to a client and how to close a client and stuff like that so my mind is opening and so yeah i think a big thing was just the the amount of work we do we don't get paid enough for it. And I'm like, $1,200? I'm like, $1,200? And, and I'm in Cali, California, where gas is $7. So you can imagine how expensive Cali is. On a $1,200, you get a $1,200 every two weeks. <laughs> I got a brand new car, 2021, you know what I'm saying? And I'm making $1,200. <laughs> nah, not for me. The thing is, like... Making $1,200 every two weeks over here is also, like, considered mediocre and decent, right? Especially a person with my age, you know, yeah. like, Byron, you and I are both 22. There are people within our grades where we grew up, and now they're getting, what, married? They're getting having full-time kids. jobs. They're having, already having yeah. kids. They have a 401k now, right? Like, my one friend, Nick, uh, you know, I'm not say his last name, but he... Just posted on Instagram that he just gave birth to a girl. Girl's absolutely gorgeous, very adorable, and the the birth giver was in the same grade. We were in the same orchestra, right? Like we played music together, and it's just crazy how far we've came. And they weren't even together. I think I think she was with somebody else at the time, and he was still figuring himself out, and he was just passionate with music, that sort of thing, right? And it's my point is. We're at a point where we're now grown. You and I are both men. Yeah. 
when people tell me, oh, you're still young, you'll figure it out, I completely agree with them. But at the same time, there should be a balance. You know, for those who are listening, if you're under 22, 21, you're still figuring yourself out because you're forced to. Why? Because you're in high school and you're in college, right? You're going to figure it out some way or another, either yourself, your parents, or your friends, or those around you, your professors. They will have an impact on who you will become. But once you're out of it, it's you versus the fucking world. For you, Byron, it's you and the military barking at you and California. Like, they, they're things that are just difficult to combat. And, you know, I do want to emphasize to the audience that, you know, Byron does actually love what he does. He's very proud of what he does. I'm proud of what he does. And he knows that everyone in this group is very proud of what he does. You know, but you're a human being. You have opinions, right? You have the right to think things and feel things. And, you know, you have a vision of growing up with me even more. What's your, what's, can you tell the audience what your vision is, like, as you're getting older and stuff? You know, my goal, my goal is, because Joey's been, he's not even my, like, my best friend. I can't even call him that. That's my brother. I've been his longest friend for I don't know how long. And the fact that we're still here today, like, that, that means something. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, dude, like, I just see us being business partners, you know what I'm saying? Running businesses doing doing our own thing and the, and having we, we talk about having houses next to each other having our kids grow up to each other having our kids compete in basketball or whatever sport they want to play and just compete like how we compete and just being able to like when we get old you know what I'm saying 30 35 40 we can sit have barbecues drink a beer and be like damn you really came a long way didn't we Hell yeah, our kids playing in the background, playing football in the backyard, you're on the grill, cooking, <laughs> me sitting there drinking a beer, making fun of you for cooking, <laughs> stuff like you're that. You're not gonna eat. <laughs> Simple. But yeah, dude, like that's, that's, that's what I envision, like, and I can see it happening too. That's not even like me talking out of my ass. You like, Okay. Yeah, me talking out of my ass. You know what I'm saying? Like I can envision it. Like I see it. You know what I mean? But Eric doesn't want to have kids, so it's probably just we we we're not gonna get to that subject. But him, his wife, me, my wife, our kids, my little brother Caleb. You know what I'm saying? Just being able to like live a happy life, and you know when we get older and just be like, we made it. Yeah. Just to say we made it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. What about what about you? What do you what do you see? What about me? You know, I want to be able to have like multiple businesses. I want to make sure, you know, those around me are like well taken care of, right? You know, I have a, another buddy of mine, another brother of mine. He's your blood brother, but he's my brother for another mother type of brother. Um, you know, Caleb. Headache, He, I mean, it's a good headache, you know. Yeah. But, um, you know, he was just in a position where... I was concerned for him, you know, a place where I was genuinely worried. Now, don't get me wrong, I thought he was completely fine, you know, before May, but in May 2022, I get a text from him that I think I will never forget, you know, I'm not going to go into full detail what the text said, but it was something where I got up right away and drove as fast as I could to get him. It was that sort of text right and you know 
a lot of people don't notice, but you know, I did help him build a business. But how? Did I just give him a business? No, he had to earn it, right? And he didn't have the capital at the time, so my roommate and I funded it. We made sure that he was on the same page and he was on board with the deliverables and the scope of work that he has to partake in. And we used, we made sure that the business complements and goes with the skills that he has. I'm not gonna give him a business where he doesn't know anything about, right? So with you, luckily you're not in that position, but you're still in a position where you want to grow out of this shell that you're in, right? Because once you get out of the military and you don't have these business goals, where are you gonna pursue? School? Is that really what you wanna do, right? And you're shaking your head no, and I know that, right? Shit, you don't even know if you wanna get out of the military or not. Like that is still yet to be determined. That's still 12 months from now, not even. But I'm not forcing you to do anything. We've had this discussion before. But if you really want to get out of this shell, you have to be around those that will support you and guide you and keep you informed and keep you updated with business and stuff like that if you want to pursue business. Now, I'm sorry, I'm a little intoxicated. What was your question? What do you see, like, just the same question you asked me? Oh wow, I went off topic. I, um, 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 I see myself in a nice mansion. Not no. you, I'm talking about us. Oh, I apologize. What do you envision about us? <laughs> I just went off, went off talking about me. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe not house to house, but we're definitely in the same community. You know? Uh-uh, I can't. Don't white people scare me. We just watched the. We just gotta finish the show. Oh yeah! First of all, if you guys haven't watched, if you watch uh, Dahmer, yeah, yeah, it's about uh, Jeff Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, really good show. But anyway, um, I just want to let you know, getting a house to house, like a house side by side, is gonna be very difficult. If anything, we can find a house or something like that in the same community where our kids will go to the same school, right? If I have kids, which I won't, but. Um, you will. I'll make um, sure of it. What? Okay. If you guys in here, he said he'll make sure that I have, I don't know what that means. But anyways, um, you know, I just see us like running our businesses and we do like Taco Tuesday. Like you come over every Tuesday, we do tacos, right? Or um, we come over for like every like football game or something like that. We come over for poker night. Right, we can play darts, we can go to the bars and drink a little bit. That's how I envision it. Now, I don't want to be a celebrity, I don't want to be like living that celebrity lifestyle. But success doesn't mean you have to be a celebrity. Success is you're working on your own terms, you're happy, you know, you're comfortable, your family's doing well, your friends are doing well, right? Um, but that's where I see it. I see you, me, the boys, Caleb, just all like. Together, enjoying and talking about businesses, maybe competing a little bit. Oh, my business made this much. How much did your business make? Oh, it was a little slow, but we'll pick it up. Oh, yeah, how about this? If your business goes over 50k in sales this month, I'll treat your family after dinner. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just something like that. Little, little fun here and there. The last thing I want to do is for you to be like, oh, I can't. I'm working overnight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, uh, I guess my sec my my other question to you is, you know, drawing a blank. K 
Casey's Coffee, right? What was your original dream and vision? And why are you okay with Casey's Coffee now? Um, so, cause you know, I, I love alcohol, right? And my first, my first question to you is, why did you laugh? <laughs> why did you laugh? I don't know anyone else <laughs> but yeah, so um, I was talking to him and I was like, hey, why don't we just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think I asked him, like, because uh, their business is together. I think Min and, Min and Choi own a business together. Or, yeah, all three of them, because they, they're all partners in painting services. I'm like, hey, why don't you guys just expand your business out to Cali? And we got on that topic and we just started talking. And I was like, you know what? I he, And then Min asked me the question, like, hey, what, what do you see yourself? I was like maybe like a brewery or like a security and stuff like that. They're like, yeah, you could you could do a brewery. And then later that night, me and Eric started talking. And then I was like, you know what? Eric brought up the idea of like coffee. And I'm like, at my first thing was like, I don't really drink coffee like that. Like, why would he say coffee? And he was like, well, hear me out, hear me out, right? And he started talking to me about it. He was like, well, first we can make coffee because it's easy, right? All you gotta do is some water, some coffee grounds and that. And then trying to know, why don't we just create our own coffee, like our own coffee beans? I'm like, okay, smart. And then, and then we be able to sell it. We pop up to all the community colleges and then all the universities around us. I'm like, okay, yeah, that, that sounds easy. You know, we rent a little food truck or something like that and work out our food truck. Once we save up enough money, we we get a like a location and we open up an actual like coffee shop. Right, we 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 get um, really familiar with coffee. We per- perfect our craft of making coffee. I'm like, okay, yeah, I, c- I can see myself doing that because you know I'm, I'm I'm all about learning. So I, I love to learn new things, new tricks, and stuff like that. So Eric's really good around coffee and different mixtures and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, well, why don't we also open like incorporate alcohol, like coffee by day and like drink by night? And he was like, yeah, I like that idea. We can serve like our. Uh, our key cocktail would be like uh, espresso martinis. I'm like, hell yeah, I could get down with that just because I'm an alcoholic. I'm like, yeah, okay. And then we, we, we started making a logo. And we it, it's just want to let you know, our logos started terribly. They were so bad. <laughs> our first prototype was garbage. And then we kept looking, we kept looking. And we found one we really liked. We have a, a dark version and then a lighter version. And we both fell in it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we could do this. So, in, in the world of design, this is how it goes. For this, for like, especially with logo building. You have prototype one, then you have like prototype 1A, then like prototype 1B, then prototype two, then prototype three, parentheses final, then print, and then prototype four, parentheses final, final. Then print like prototype five, parentheses the actual one, hashtag, and then like the, like the next one is like prototype six. Well, we really found two though, didn't we? Because we found the first, the first uh, two that we really liked it, the premium one. Right. So I don't want to disclose any information on the logo, but we did find a minimalistic style logo. You're not a big fan of minimalistic. You want something that pops and is catchy and unique. And I'm more of a very minimal type of person, so that kind of clashes. But in the world of design, anything can work, right? As long as it's within the right parameters. I think we found, like, I think we found it right in the middle, like 
not too fat not too flashy not too subtle mm. i'm gonna capture you guys that shit is hard the the logo is hard and that's coming from a black man it's hard that shit is hard yeah and i feel like when you have a logo i think a lot of people just pick a logo because it looks cool do you get what i mean like it has to, you have to envision it and like you can be like oh this logo might look cool in the sign and on a store but how will it look on a hoodie how will it look on a hat how will it look on a mug you gotta think of it like that because a mug's dimension is clearly different from the science dimensions right but it's all about the appearance and the voice so like Byron said we have a dark and like light version which is very important to have can your logo have like a dark alternative and then a light alternative if it doesn't you might need to start like re-strategizing on the look now you mentioned another company earlier 24 hour hoops tell me how you thought of this idea and why this idea came up in the first place like you didn't just pull it out of your ass did you i didn't go lie to you i was drunk and it was a drunk thought <laughs> But it was a good idea, though. Like, if you're thinking about it now, like, it's it was a good idea. And so I was sitting there, and I'm like, bro. I was thinking, I'm like, damn, bro. We could have hooped so much longer today if they didn't have Urgo. We could have hooped Monday through Friday if we really wanted to. But they got goddamn volleyball. And the YMCA, you know, they have classes and stuff like that, right? And every other gym probably got, like, okay, certain days you, the gym's not open this long or certain days... Uh, the gym's closed for this or the close for that. And I was thinking, I was sitting here, and I think, I forget what you were doing. And I was sitting here, and I'm like, yo, why don't we just open a gym? But just like a Hooper's gym. And you came in here, and we, I think we got on the topic of uh, Casey's Coffee, right? And I was like, yo, Choi, why don't we just open a gym? And then you were like, okay, well, what do you mean by that? What kind of gym? And I was like, just a Hooper's gym. Just a gym so people can come and play basketball. And you're like, I like that. And I'm like, but hear me out, right? It's that we have a lot of competition out there. But you gotta think about like, what facility out there just offers the ability to play basketball whenever you want. And then I was like, we could have multiple gyms. We could have leagues on one court, open gym on another court, classes on another. And you're like, I like it. And then we just we hit it off from there. And then the logo for that, hard. The logo is very, what you so-called, hard. And I think when you're thinking of a business, you don't think of a business because you want to. You're thinking of a business because you're trying to solve something. You're trying to solve a problem. The problem is, it's not really a big problem, but I feel like it's a very valuable solution, right? A lot of people love basketball. The game of basketball and its influence in society grows every single day. Imagine the amount of superstars in the 90s. There were a good amount. Superstars in the thousands. Good amount. Right? Kobe carried it, but you know. Yeah, good yeah, amount. Ever. Right. But how many superstars are there in the NBA right now? Tons tons like every team has a franchise player every team has like maybe one or two or three superstars there's there's so many hall of famers in this league right now 
right? Like I could say Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, um, Luka Doncic, Trey Young, Andrew Wiggins, just like name a few, right? Russell Westbrook. They're all going to be Hall of Famers. You couldn't name 10 players just now, like playing in the early thousands, where you'll be like, oh, they're definite Hall of Famers. No, you can't. But my point is, when I was playing basketball, when I was a younger Asian, I don't know why I phrase it like that, and in college, we had to like sneak into gyms, we had to break into gyms to just play like those late night sessions because everyone has classes, everyone's working, everyone, some people have like families to take care of, right? And other gyms that are already established close early or is already packed with players that aren't taking basketball seriously and just taking up space and time. So the pro- the, that's the problem. The solution is what? Isolated, private, reserved courts that are high quality. The 24-hour hoops is pretty much a facility where there are multiple courts where you can run, like Byron said, leagues, practices, open gyms, wheelchair basketball, classes. Did I say classes twice? No. Um, other activities and so on and so forth. And how you can reserve a time is going online or calling our front desk where you can um, reserve a time for a specific amount of time. Um, you can pick any, like monthly subscribers get the first pick and then whatever's left over, you can call ahead for first come first serve sort of thing, right? And 24 hour hoops is gonna be open 24 seven, right? Cause I know a lot of people would, are open to playing like like 12 to 2 a.m. Cause that's what we did in college. We went into like high schools cause like we knew people that were janitors that would let us in and play for like two hours. Invite only sort of thing. So we get like college or like ex-college players coming to play. Instead of breaking in and like potentially facing like charges, reserve a time at 24 hour hoops. Mm-hmm. The logo is really cool. I, I really want to share a little bit about it. Do you want to share a little bit about what the logo looks like? No, you can go ahead. So the center of it is an outline of a basketball. But inside the basketball, there are little tick marks around the circumference of the basketball. And those ticks represent the hours of the clock, 1 to 12. Or 12 to 12, I should say. And then there's like a minute hand and an hour hand that you see very subtly inside the basketball. And the name 24 Hour Hoops is surrounding the, uh, the basketball. It's a very simple design, but it really represents what 24 Hour Hoops is and like the the voice that it brings out and it's just two companies but imagine the amount of other companies we can start opening the reason why i like casey's coffee and 24-hour hoops is because it takes a lot of time energy and dedication to build in the beginning but once you automate it we don't need to worry about it we just got to find a right hand man for our business and then let them handle it while we focus on bigger and better things like what opening other businesses finding a house taking care of the kids spending time with the kids spending time with family But, you know, those who are listening up to this point, you may ask yourself, what the hell am I going to take out of this podcast? So, Byron, if there's one thing an audience member could take out of this podcast, other than everything we just spoke about so far, what would it be? Don't quit. Don't give up. Um, there's people out there that you're going to want to have in your life that are going to help you. And 
stick with those people you're also going to have people um in your life that are negative towards you but at the end of the day don't don't tread in in the, in the deep water um eventually you get to shore and eventually the people that have cared for you and been with you um will be there and hey maybe y'all can start a business but yeah don't don't quit don't give up on yourself maybe you're making $1200 like me but guess what keep dreaming stick with that dream or goal you'll get there eventually so I'm gonna leave it off with this for me just watch take our story you might hear this six months from now tomorrow whenever he posts it a year from now when I get out take this and and learn from it be like if they can do it I can do it too believe in yourself have the people that care for you that's been with you through thick and thin they'll be there for you too don't give up keep pushing as I always say to my Marines dedicate don't hate stay motivated that's really that's really you know inspiring and um, yeah those who are listening to this maybe a business is not the answer for you right now maybe a business is really far down the road but when opportunities open up where you can represent grit dedication motivation and kindness you take the opportunity your goal in life is to leave a legacy you have a purpose there's a, there's a reason why you're in this world prove it and be kind while doing it that's all the time we have today 33 minutes and 43 seconds in talked a lot, a lot of good stuff Byron it's always a pleasure to have you on here you know and uh we haven't started business yet but I can't wait to listen back to this podcast I'm about to sneeze but I'm holding that shit in I can't wait to look back at this podcast and be like dang we actually stuck through it but pretty much guys whatever you're doing just keep going at it if it doesn't work it's okay to take a step back and review everything that phrase taking a step back to move a couple steps forward is absolutely true it's absolutely correct so whatever you guys do be smart be innovative be kind and of course be creative and i will see you guys in the next podcast